Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 301 confession time, there is one major platform on the internet that I'm not using to its max potential. I've got Instagram down to a science, a healthy and effective strategy on Facebook, a really great traffic driving resource through Pinterest, but there is still one big one that eludes me and that platform is LinkedIn. Like my profile is there and I had a really old picture and a few notes about me and that was it. It certainly was not the lead magnet or connection maker that I knew it could be. So like I always do, when I want to learn and grow new skills and knowledge, I turn to the expert. Jenna Viviano is an ex-Wall Streeter turned career coach and entrepreneur who helps go-getter professionals articulate their personal branded career story to land their dream jobs. And I am so excited to talk to my fellow Enneagram 3 about personal branding and what that even looks like on a platform like LinkedIn. If you want to leverage LinkedIn to attract new career opportunities, make professional connections, and potentially grow your business, this is your episode. I even asked her how I can get in touch with Joanna Gaines. By the way, Jenna offered to rebrand my LinkedIn profile for me, so I'm totally stepping back and letting her take the wheel on things and explain exactly what she did to my personal LinkedIn profile. This is a masterclass in personal branding for LinkedIn and all things LinkedIn. Like when you are done with this episode, you can go out and take action today. And don't worry, I ask all of the hard questions that you're probably thinking. And so all you have to do is sit back and relax. We are ready. Here is Jenna Viviano. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru, Jenna Kutcher, will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. 
thanks to Gusto for supporting Gold Digger. Gusto offers modern, easy payroll benefits to small businesses across the country. They were even named the best online payroll by PC Meg. Get three months free when you run your first payroll at gusto.com slash gold digger. Thanks to LinkedIn for supporting Gold Digger. LinkedIn Jobs uses knowledge of both hard and soft skills to match you with the people who fit your role the best. Post a job today at linkedin.com slash gold digger and get $50 off your first job post. All right. It's not often that I get to talk to a girl that shares the same name as me. So Jenna, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm pumped to be here. Oh, I'm so excited. I get to learn alongside of my listeners today, and I'm ready to get schooled by you on all things LinkedIn. So thank you so much for showing up and for getting ready to share all the goodness with us. Oh, you're so welcome. I am a LinkedIn fiend, so I'm happy to share. This is perfect. Okay, so walk me through. So you went from Wall Street to career coach. I want for you to connect the dots for us. Like, How did your journey lead you to where you are today? Yeah, it was a lot of failures, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) So I grew up and I, you know, knew I was going to go to college. And I was like, a lot of people asked my parents what I should do. And they said, finance sounds like a really great option. It sounds safe. It sounds secure. And so I got a degree in finance and I landed a job on Wall Street right out of school. And I learned quite quickly that that lifestyle was definitely not for me. So I was working 100 hours a week. I was an investment banker and I was absolutely miserable. And so I remember looking around thinking, is this what I really worked so hard for? Like, this cannot be it. And I started talking to a couple girlfriends and one of my friends told me that she knew a position opened at the New York Stock Exchange. And so I was like, okay, well, it's a kind of a pivot. I'm still going to be in finance, but maybe it'll just get me out of this experience. So I ended up landing this really, really awesome gig at the New York Stock Exchange, which was a lot calmer, surprisingly, (laughs) than my previous job, a lot less hours. But I got an awesome opportunity to work at the New York Stock Exchange and really actually start to develop my skills and learn what what was I actually good at? What did I actually like doing? My team there was incredibly, incredibly, incredibly supportive. And one day they just threw me in front of a camera on the trading floor and said, we'd like for you to report live (laughs) from the trading floor. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) No clue. But I realized I was pretty good at it. I was pretty good at connecting with the CEOs of these companies that were about to go public. I was pretty good at the sales process. And I really enjoyed interacting with people. And so I said to myself, okay, I love seeing these companies go public. Like I love seeing this, these companies start from nothing and go from something. Maybe I want to be a part of a startup. And then I thought, okay, well, I think I want to be in sales because I think I'm really good at this too. So let's just see if I can explore what that career might look like. And so for a lot of trial and error and a lot of networking, I landed a job at a startup called themuse.com. If you've never heard of it before, you should totally check it out. It's a career advice site, but they have so much more than that. They have coaches on there. They have jobs on there. It's fantastic. And I started there and I was the 33rd employee. And I grew with that company to was about 160. And during that time period, I actually got the opportunity to start coaching people one-on-one because I realized I was pretty good at switching jobs. <laughs> and I had a lot of friends that, that kept asking me, how did you make that massive change from one finance job to the other finance job? And then from finance to a total like 180 to go to a sales job at a startup when you'd never even had a retail job, like never sold anything in my life. And I realized that I could help other people try to figure out what they wanted to do with their lives and help them get there. And that to me sounded very intriguing and interesting. And so I really just started to explore what would it look like to have a career coaching business. And I started with one client 
And then I got two clients and then I got a lot more clients. And then my part-time hustle became a full-time hustle. And so I realized it was do or die. And I decided to up my life out of New York City, move to Nashville, Tennessee, knowing a couple of people and launch my business full-time. And that was about two years ago. So I've been doing full-time ever since. Okay, walk me through, like, what does a career coach do? (laughs) Yeah, it looks different for a lot of different people. It's actually a very, I don't want to say unregulated kind of profession, but it kind of is, quite frankly. So career coaches can do a variety of different things. They can help you get clarity on what you want to do in your life, in your career, and then they can help you get there. And so I predominantly work on helping people really, really get there. So maybe they're a mid to senior level professional in the corporate world, and they want to make a pivot. And they're like, how do I do that? So some people want to go the entrepreneurial route. And we talk about that. And some people want to go into a different corporate job and we talk about how do you get from point A to point B. Wow, that's amazing, girl. Super fun. Really crazy story, though. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, so one of the things that we're going to get into today is the things that you helped me with on my Mm -hmm. own LinkedIn. But before we do that, can you walk us through how is LinkedIn different from social media like Facebook or Instagram? Because we talk so much about showing up on these platforms, but I kind of feel like LinkedIn is the forgotten middle sister of them. Yeah, I really think that it is, but I think that it's getting more traction, which I'm glad that you're talking about it because I added a ton of new features. They're doing LinkedIn Live now. So they're adding a lot more to make it more interactive and get people more involved. But LinkedIn is what I call your professional best friend. (laughs) So it's so much more than a place to find a job. So what most people think about LinkedIn is they think, oh, I'm just going to go onto LinkedIn when I need a job. I'm going to kind of forget about it and just scroll through Instagram and Facebook. And while that's super fun and we definitely should show up on those platforms, especially for entrepreneurs, LinkedIn is all also a really, really great place to connect with real people. And so it is the number one place to get connected to anyone in the entire world. Now, I mean that. I've gotten connected to producers through LinkedIn. I've gotten connected to agents through LinkedIn. I've gotten deals with LinkedIn through LinkedIn. (laughs) I mean, there is the place to connect with real people in such a way that I don't feel Facebook or Instagram really has that connection. It's more passive where LinkedIn is a much more active platform. When people go to LinkedIn, they're actively on the site. And so for you as a business owner, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you have maybe a service-based business, maybe you are in marketing and you offer marketing services, maybe to corporations, LinkedIn is the place that you need to be to make sure that people are hearing about your services. Mm, Okay. So Walk me through this a little bit deeper. So what could LinkedIn do, let's say for a personal brand that Instagram or Facebook or maybe even your own website can't do? Yeah. So I think that if you are in a nine to five, this is your absolute goldmine. So if you are thinking about potentially maybe switching jobs and you're in a nine to five and want to move to another nine to five, or you're in a nine to five and you want to launch your personal brand and maybe launch your entrepreneurial venture, unless you're in like design or the creative field, Instagram and Facebook is probably not someone where you want your boss to go to, right? So you probably don't want to be building a personal brand out on Instagram and Facebook if you don't want a potential employer to see that. LinkedIn is a really, really great place to do that because it gives you the opportunity to to really share yourself as a thought leader. So probably a lot of you are thinking, okay, well, it's just my profile. What can I really put on there that's going to elevate me or differentiate you? So 
I think the main thing that it can do is it really, really can differentiate who you are from the profile perspective, that then also from the content that you're able to produce. So if you're trying to position yourself as a thought leader in any stretch of the imagination, so maybe you are, you're a speaker in some capacity and you want to tell other people in different companies what your specific area of expertise is. LinkedIn is the place that you can start toying with that content. And it allows you to add not only just content on who you are, but also on the services and the expertise that you're able to provide. So I think for entrepreneurs specifically, it's a really low barrier to entry because it's not as inundated with people as maybe a Facebook or an Instagram could be. So when building out your personal brand, it's not just your profile, but it's also the content that you're able to produce to position yourself as a thought leader. Okay, so as you're saying this, I'm like thinking of all of these objections in my head. Can I yeah. just share them? Sure, I please like come. It's probably what other people are thinking. Okay, I mean, we'll talk about what my profile was because it was a mess. But talk to me about some of these features because in the past, I think mm-hmm. so many people that are kind of in alignment with my timeline of life are thinking, mm-hmm. all I know about LinkedIn is you just put your job history and your experiences. So mm-hmm. Talk to me about like sharing content and that kind of stuff, because that's got to be new-ish. Yes. So profile is the one piece to the puzzle. But the second piece of the puzzle is the producing of the content. And so there's two main types of content that you can produce onto LinkedIn. They're what are called posts, which are more short form. That's what I love doing. I love doing posts. They just go out kind of like you do your status in a Facebook feed, right? You just produce content that you feel like is relevant to who your audience, who you want your audience to be and attract the audience that you want to. And then there's the more long form articles, which are more like posts. And those are called articles. And those live on your profile. So let's say, for instance, Jenna, you write a blog post, it's on your blog and on your website, you can actually repurpose that content and put it onto your LinkedIn profile. And it lives there also forever. Okay. And there's two different kinds. Is it only people following you? Is it pushed out into the feed of people that might want to follow you? What is that? Yeah. That's the greatest part about it. So if you publish a post, so if me, for instance, when I first started producing content pretty regularly, I really wasn't sure what I was doing. I was just kind of throwing things out there. (laughs) And whenever you produce content more consistently, you're going to get more followers. Once you get more followers, the people, the way that the algorithm works, and I'm definitely not the technical expert on this, but if one person sees it, likes it. It shows up in their feed, which then shows up to their followers, which then shows up to their followers. And then it can go viral very, very, very fast. I had one article where I wrote something about... It was like business cards. Like I said, the business cards were dead because I kind of believe business cards are dead. (laughs) So I don't have um, them. (laughs) Yeah, I had like 150,000 people commenting and sharing it and engaging with it within 48 hours. Wow, that's amazing. Because of the way that things can go quickly, it's basically it looks at your followers and then it can share on the other followers feeds as well. So Mm. it's not just your own. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, so let's tell the funny story of reworking (laughs) Jenna Kutcher's LinkedIn. (laughs) So you guys, let me just first tell you, I mean, we get pitches upon pitches every single day for people to become a guest on the show. And Jenna's pitch stood out to our team like right away, because not only are you an expert at this, but you're like, hey, I'll happily rework your profile. And I was like, one, yes, please. Two, this will be great teaching moments because I need to be taught. So 
Let's just walk through. You can throw me under the bus a million times (laughs) over. Let's talk about like the five things or probably the 50 things you did to spiffy up my profile and why they mattered. Because I'll be honest, I was slightly embarrassed, but also extremely (laughs) excited when you got my login and logged in. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is you are the content queen, right? Yeah. So we just added content to it. So you have pretty much pretty much nothing on your profile. You actually had two profiles and we condensed it down to one. I think you had two from two different kind of seasons of life. But the main thing was we just finished and cleaned up. Overall, we finished and cleaned up your entire profile. So a couple of things that we did that really, I feel like spiffed up your profile and what other people can take away from this is the first thing that we did was you had at the header. So that's like kind of right under your name that like one liner, it usually tells like, hey, you're a VP of marketing at XYZ company, or you are a entrepreneur or something. You had, I don't even know what you had, but we <laughs> made it really clear as to who you were and what you were about. And that is your opportunity in that headline to share what you are about. So for you, we changed it to CEO online marketing expert, host the Gold Digger podcast. Very clear. Those are like the three things that I feel like really define who you are and your brand that you would want to share to the world. So that was kind of the first thing we very much did. The second thing that we did was we went down a little bit to the about section. So some people have called that the summary section. LinkedIn's kind of changed the name around, but we really just, you had nothing there. I don't Mm -hmm. think. I think you might've had like maybe a line or two (laughs) that was kind of like an old stodgy bio that was very professional. I call it professional robot writing. And it was, (laughs) which is not your brand at all whatsoever. So basically what I did was I kind of looked into your copy on your website, took it from a bunch of different places and really told the story about who Jenna Kutcher is and what you have to offer to people who come to your page. So I really treated the about section as a sales page for you. So if you're an entrepreneur listening to this and you want to get in contact with maybe the B2B market, or you really feel like the professional world might be a better place for you to find clients or to find opportunities, I would highly recommend making sure that the about section reads like a sales page. And that's really what we did with yours. We told the story of who you were. We shared links about the podcast. We shared free resources that people can kind of get connected with you on. And then we also made a couple of links to certain things on your profile. So that's kind of the second thing that we did. And then the third thing that we did was we really added media. So I think that LinkedIn is becoming much more of just not just a text heavy place, but also a visual place as well. And so what the media does by adding media to your profile. So we added your media kit so that if sponsors, let's say corporations want to connect with you, they actually have your media kit right on your page. We connected to your website so that people can connect straight from your LinkedIn, go straight to your website. Um, And it added and broke up the page a little bit. It made it look more visually appealing. It actually looked like you had a personal brand and not just a bunch of words on the page. (laughs) And then the last thing that we did for you, I feel like that really helped elevate your profile that it didn't have before is before you just, with a lot of business owners, this happens, um, especially if you're a small business, you probably went into the entrepreneurial world and you have this little thing, this little icon next to your experience, which is like a blank icon. And you say, you know, Jenna Kutcher works at Jenna Kutcher. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> and it looks so incomplete and it makes me crazy when I see that for entrepreneurs, but there is a quick fix. And so what we did with yours is we actually created a business page. It's really simple for you to do. Um, so I, we created a business page for you and we linked up your business page to your personal profile, which made your profile look complete. It made you look legit. And it made sure that whoever comes to your profile knows that you know what you're doing and you know what you're talking about and that you're a legitimate business. 
Oh my gosh, Jenna, that's a lot of things, but that's so good. And <laughs> the funny it's thing is, is, yeah, it's, I mean, the funny thing is, is that most people have all these things for their website or yes. for the content that they're already sharing. So it's really just kind of manipulating it for the platform. Do you think in terms of like, you know, when, when I was taught LinkedIn back in the day, mm-hmm. um, it was like super, super professional. Do you think there's mm-hmm. a lot more room now for personalities to be shown and to kind of have fun with it? So what I tell people is it's really important to showcase your personality in your career, whether you are in a nine to five or you're an entrepreneur, whether you're showcasing it on LinkedIn, on a resume, on whatever you're showcasing it on, it is totally appropriate to show a little bit of personality. And LinkedIn is one of those places where you can definitely do more of that now than you used to. I'm seeing people from all walks of life, whether you're in finance or whether you're kind of in a fun entrepreneurial venture like you are, whatever that may look like it is totally okay to show a personality because you at the end of the day are coming to work as a whole person. And in order to differentiate yourself, your personality is what helps do that. Yes, 100%. I, as you're saying this, I can remember like specific things from the profiles of the people that I ended up hiring. I've made my last four hires on LinkedIn and I swear by it. Like I literally had a friend the other day voice text me and she's like, I've got a really big hire and like, you know, what's the process? And I was like, Mm -hmm. honestly, I'm not kidding. It's LinkedIn. So how are people (laughs) leveraging the platform to find new career opportunities? Like what does that look like? Because I know from my experience, it has been such a lifesaver for me. Yeah. So I think from a a variety of different ways, especially if you're the job seeker, it is the place to be. Yeah. Um, 120%. But it's more than what you think. So a lot of people will hop onto LinkedIn, whether on their app or onto their desktop, and they'll just scroll through jobs or do a search engine. While that's super helpful, that should be about 20% of your time on LinkedIn. 80% of your time should be spent networking with real humans. (laughs) Um, I need to work on that. (laughs) Yes. And bringing human back to human resources. So I... I found every single one of my jobs through networking. I never found them from just applying online. When I was in my corporate life, and then especially whenever I'm trying to find opportunities as an entrepreneur, I utilize LinkedIn probably 10 times a day. So I've gotten in contact with agents at publishers that I want to write a book one day. And so I'm speaking that out into existence. Love it. And I'm getting connected to agents at those publishers. Yes. And so the same thing can be told true for you is make sure that you are always networking with individuals. I call it non-awkward networking. And, and so it's just an opportunity for you to meet somebody who may be on the other side of the world to learn more about their career to see if you even want to do it. But then also at the same time, if you see a job opportunity at a company that you're interested in working for, message the hiring manager. It is not as scary as it sounds. And the people that do that actually get ahead of other people that are potentially just applying online. Okay, this might sound like a totally silly question. Mm -hmm. But how do you network with people? Like, what does it look like on LinkedIn? Are you just typing in job titles and then adding those people? Like, (laughs) walk me through the non-creepy way to befriend people on LinkedIn. Yeah, I think the main thing is to, it's a mindset issue, first of all. Okay. So I think a lot of us think that we can't talk to somebody that we've never met before. I have met my best friends on social media platforms. It is totally possible to do that. So first, I think it's a mindset issue. Secondly, practically what I think it looks like, if you're specifically finding a job that you're interested in working for a specific company and you can figure out who the hiring manager is, my recommendation is to connect with that person and send them a message. And the message could read something like, Hi, Sally, I stumbled across your profile while researching XYZ company. I'm interested in working for your 
organization, but I want to make sure that the culture is a good fit before I apply and not waste anybody's time. Do you have 10 to 15 minutes to hop on the phone call so I could ask just a couple of questions about your experience working at XYZ firms? No pressure if not. Thanks, Jenna. Wow. So very You're, simple. You've done this a time or two. <laughs> yes. Well, the thing is, is people are so scared of it, but then they don't realize the power of when they do do it and someone responds yeah. back. What a victory that is. It's yes. so cool. I've had clients that have been able to actually land jobs doing this technique. I have clients that have been able to get other clients <laughs> from doing this technique. So there's wow. a totally different, when you bring it back from, hey, this is me just producing content into the atmosphere and maybe somebody will respond to actually thinking of it as a human behind the screen and behind the profile, mm -hmm. you become more humanized and they become more humanized. And the whole human resources thing becomes more human. Yeah, I love that. I think too, there's just that like fear of like, what if they don't respond? I mean, how many people are responding when you send things like that? It's not everybody. But yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just a percentage, right? It's definitely not everybody. There were so many times where when I was transitioning from the New York Stock Exchange and trying to get into a startup, I mean, I sent hundreds of messages out. I probably got 20 maybe messages back. Yeah. But those 20 messages led to informational interviews, which led to interviews, which led to job opportunities. I actually That's applied so cool. to the Muse online, got rejected because, again, finance girl going to sales doesn't make sense. And then found someone who found someone who found someone to connect me with someone at the Muse. And then I got in there and I sold myself in person because a lot of people can probably do that once they get in the door somewhere. It's yeah. the biggest barrier is getting in front of somebody. But then I was able to get the job. So you just never wow. know. The worst that someone can say is either ignore you or say no. I'm so excited to continue this discussion, but I need to thank LinkedIn for helping make this episode possible. Get $50 off your first job post at linkedin.com slash gold digger. LinkedIn is the only way I hire new team members for my business. Truly, I've hired five new people via LinkedIn over the last year, and the result has always been a quick process that leads me to the right candidate at the right time. I need highly specific skills and experience to fill the roles on Team Jenna Kutcher, and LinkedIn allows me to filter keywords like remote collaboration and podcast management so the best potential employees float to the top. LinkedIn members add 15 new skills to their profiles and apply to 35 job posts every two seconds. That's how they make sure your job post gets in front of the people with the right hard and soft skills to meet your role requirements. LinkedIn does the legwork to match you to the most qualified candidates so you can focus on hiring the person who will transform your business. With LinkedIn jobs, you can pay what you want and the first $50 is on them. Just visit linkedin.com slash gold digger. Again, that's linkedin.com slash gold digger to get $50 off your first job posting. Terms and conditions of Apply. I want to get back to the discussion in just a moment, but I owe Gusto a big thank you for supporting Gold Digger today. You are a small business owner and you're wearing all the hats doing all the things. The best decision you can make for your business and your sanity is simplifying your processes. Gusto can help you out with easy online payroll, benefits, and HR built for modern small businesses. Yep, payroll, benefits, HR, and management tools all in one place with expert HR support and easy to run payroll including W-2s and 1099s. You know I love automation, so when I heard Gusto automatically files and pays all state, local, and federal payroll taxes, I had to tell you about it. Hey, they also offer health benefits 
401ks, and more for almost any budget. Gusto is great because you can sign, store, and organize all employee documents online so you're not shuffling through paperwork at your desk and you're saving a few trees in the process. Gusto Payroll is fast. Running your payroll with Gusto takes 11 minutes on average. For better payroll in 2020, get started now. Get three months free when you run your first payroll at gusto.com slash gold digger. Try a demo and test it out at gusto.com slash gold digger. That's G-U-S-T-O dot com slash gold digger for three months free when you run your first payroll. Yeah, I love that. And I think too, if you're really going to like go for it as an entrepreneur or as somebody who's career focused, you've got to get used to hearing no and know that it doesn't mean not ever. It just means not now Mm -hmm. or not in this moment, which is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's really powerful for people that are trying to even get in contact with people that are from an entrepreneurial perspective, like corporations or sponsorships. LinkedIn is the best place to find out who is the right person to contact. Mm, yeah. Holy cow. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Walk me through the difference of using LinkedIn as an entrepreneur versus somebody who's like in a nine to five or a corporate setting. Yeah. So personal brand looks very different in both of those settings. So if you are trying to build it for your own business, which is something I'm doing and something you're doing, you're going to be producing content that's very relevant to your specific audience or clientele that you're trying to reach. Right. And so that's a really LinkedIn is a great place to produce content, to share content, to be established as a thought leader, and then to also build out, make those connections with those professional connections with people. So that's how people that are entrepreneurs should really use it. Think about it as another sales tool. Now, it might not be your megaphone. So like for you, probably the podcast and Instagram probably is one of your biggest megaphones, right? So that's where people Mm -hmm. find you and connect with you the most. For other people that maybe Instagram or Facebook isn't really working for them, try LinkedIn. Give it a shot. Give it a couple of months. Produce some content. Cross-pollinate the content. You don't have to recreate the wheel and see if that's a better place for the pipe of people that you're trying to get in contact with. I could see it really working for people that are maybe like health coaches, for instance, trying to attract the busy professional. Or maybe it's somebody who is a marketing consultant and they're trying to do gigs um, with corporations. Or maybe that you're a speaker and you would like to do a, a talk maybe at Disney or Apple or something like that. LinkedIn is a great place to start building out your personal brand and get in contact with the people that are actually living there. The other thing about LinkedIn is that it is an active audience. It is not people who are just scrolling through. When you're on LinkedIn, you're in a professional mindset. And so it has a much more active audience for entrepreneurs that are trying to focus on maybe a more B2B type of service or product that they're offering. Now, if you're in more of the nine to five, it is the best tool, career tool out there. And if you're not on it, you need to have got on it yesterday. But you need to complete your profile and just start building up. Who do you want to be known for in your career? You need to differentiate yourself. Let's just say that. Tons of people are applying mm-hmm. for the same positions, and it is incredibly competitive in the candidate marketplace. And so the best way to start doing that is to start building out your LinkedIn profile. The number one thing that a recruiter is going to do is they're going to Google your name. You want the first thing to come up as an awesome LinkedIn profile. You don't want your Facebook profile to come up. You don't want your personal stuff to come up. You want your professional profile to come up and you want to show the world who you are, what you're about and what you have to offer to that organization. So a lot of people think that entrepreneurs are the only ones that can provide value for a potential client. What my nine to fivers need to start thinking about is that they themselves, their own business, in their own job, in their own career, and they're providing a service to a company. A company is not just hiring you to hire you. 
They're hiring you to fulfill a certain role to help them reach probably one of three goals, to make the money, save the money, or make someone's life easier. And so the more that you can do that on your LinkedIn profile, the easier chance you're going to have to have recruiters coming after you and not just you going after recruiters. Wow, that's so good. I think too, like you said, I totally resonate with, I feel like a lot of people are on the platform when they're looking for that career change, but not really in the middle. And I feel like you just simplified the middle so much. Even if you're not looking for a career change, now is the time to be growing things up so that, and if that time comes, you are ready to hit the ground running. I love that. And it just goes back to networking too, right? At the end of the Mm -hmm. day, you can't be networking when you need something. Networking is, by definition, mutually beneficial professional relationships developed over time. So you need to continually be networking and nurturing those connections that you have, whether that's on LinkedIn, in real life, whatever medium is easiest for you. LinkedIn's just the easiest for, I believe, for most professionals. And so you need to be cultivating that all the time. So maybe even if you're a nine to fiver and you want to switch to become an entrepreneur, start cultivating those relationships to put you in the same sphere of influence as the people you want to be associated with in the future. Yes, I love that. Okay, so let's say somebody's listening to this and they're saying, okay, I need to self audit my profile. What are three things or steps that they should take to kind of dive into this new world? Yes. So the first thing I would look at and say, what is not complete right now? (laughs) That's the first thing to say. So I would make sure number one, that you have a profile picture. The whole point of going to a LinkedIn profile is so that somebody can put kind of a name to the face and a face to the name or the application or whatever reason they're kind of coming to your profile. And so make sure that you have a nice professional shot. It doesn't have to be done by a professional photographer. It's great if it is, but it could just be something simple of having a white backdrop with some good lighting and you and something professional smiling at the camera. My big, biggest pet peeve though, is people who have LinkedIn profiles, we've all done it, where you have like somebody kind of cropped out of it or or it's like from a party. Please (laughs) don't do that. If you have that, take that down now. So the number one thing is just figure out what's not complete. What do you have not on your LinkedIn profile? You should have at least your name, a picture and your experience at the very, very minimum. And then after that, start to think about, okay, who am I connected to right now? See who is in your network. Who do you want to be more? Maybe you want to re-engage some of those connections that you currently have. And then finally, who do you want to be connected to? And start creating a list of like your dream contacts of who would you love to be friends with in real life? And start Mm -hmm. making a list of those people and start working towards connecting with those individuals in the best ways that you know how. And I definitely have lots of thoughts of how you could do that. But think about who do I want to be connected to? How can I leverage this platform to really help me advance in my career, whether it's entrepreneurial or if I'm in a nine to five? Okay, give me tips. I want to connect with Joanna Gaines. What do I do? So I'm not sure if Joanna Gaines is on LinkedIn, actually, but I think I looked her up recently. But I did connect with people at Magnolia Journal right? Yes, so I thought, yes. okay, if they see my content, so I connected with the editor of that, an editor-in-chief of it, and then somebody who is like a business manager. And I kind of figured out who was who at the company. And I connected with those people. And so I just literally just hit connect. That was it. That's all I did. And then my goal is that I'm going to start producing content and they're going to see that in their feed because it's going to show up in their feed. And then after a certain amount of time, maybe I'll reconnect with them and say, hey, um, I was looking at my connections that I currently have. You're one of them. Love what you guys are doing at Magnolia. If you ever want to collaborate on a career-related piece, I would love to provide insights. I have five insights on how you can make LinkedIn better and why that's going to impact your life. Mm. So good and so easy. It's not hard. It's, not it's just the hard. fear. It's just the fear. And there's literally, you can find anybody except for um, her probably. But <laughs> so like if I look I at your profile though. right now, 
and I go down a little bit farther, it'll also tell you who also looks for people like you. So you can see who are your contemporaries. At one point in time, somebody also, whoever viewed my profile also viewed Oprah, and I felt very excited about that. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm Oprah, but that was a lovely thing. But you can also see who are these people looking at If they're looking at my profile, why are they looking at these other people's profiles? And so that can also give you an idea of who your contemporaries could and should be. Wow, that is so cool. And it isn't as intimidating as it sounds. Is it easier to search for a company versus a person or what have you found? Yeah, I think it just depends. So if you're looking for a very specific person, it obviously is a lot easier. If you're looking for maybe a position at a company, like for instance, before this interview, I was thinking, how can we get in contact maybe with the PR people at LinkedIn? So I went onto LinkedIn and searched for the company LinkedIn. And then once you get to that company page, it'll actually have an arrow that says, hey, here's how you find all the employees that work at our company right now. And then I did a little filtration system and I looked at public relations. I looked up influencer relations and I just kind of looked up a couple of things and have a couple of people that I'm going to reach out to after this conversation to see if they'd be interested in picking up your podcast. I love it. Ooh, thanks, girl. Thanks for helping a sister out. (laughs) This is amazing. But it didn't take that long. It really doesn't take as long as you think. And another way that you can do it that's really easy, it's even easier, is if you went to college, um, for your institutions typically have pages. And you can actually see who other alumni are that are on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So if you want to find someone that works at Google for whatever reason, you just type in alum, works at Google, and it'll populate a person that you can get connected with. And that is a nice warm lead. Yeah, that's amazing. Can I share a few things that I noticed when I was hiring through LinkedIn or like things I looked for? Because I am not an expert here, but now I do have experience in this. Yes, please. So when I was hiring, I would post my job application, which is super easy. Mm -hmm. And then all people would do is just submit their profiles. So all I was doing, Jenna, was exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I was looking through people's profiles. And it was so easy for me. I mean, we get hundreds of applications anytime we're hiring, which is so amazing. But it was very easy for me to sift through and get to like my top five choices Mm -hmm. within like a few minutes. And so one of the things that I was looking for was certain keywords. So we're hiring people that already have skill sets in certain positions. So we were looking for a conversion copywriter. That's a very specific thing. And unless somebody had that in their profile, it wasn't going to show up. And so I mean, I don't I don't want to tell this to people because then I'm like, oh, they're just going to start typing in keywords. And if they don't have experience, that's not going to, you know, end up good for them. But for me, it was so easy as somebody that was hiring because I could literally type in the exact keywords mm-hmm. that I was looking for, whether it was experience on a certain platform or, you know, training in a certain area. And so that made hiring so much easier because I was really easily able to kind of go from 500 applicants to 20 and then from 20 to five. And I also, Jenna, just like you said, I was looking for people that had personality in their profile. So like, I remember one of the copywriters I hired, like she had Ken sell ice to an Eskimo. And I was like, I love this. Like, this is so fun and it's memorable. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I would always get to the top five. I would spend some time kind of clicking through to their websites if they had them or kind of looking at their past experience. And then at night, I would go to bed and I would ask myself, who do I still remember? Like, who's still front of mind? And it was always people that had their personality in it. And so 
For me, it's so funny. Like my friend Amy Porterfield is like, you are the craziest hire ever. And I'm like, I just don't have time to go through applications that have 20 questions. And then I need to read all the responses. Mm -hmm. And then I need to go back and forth. It's like such a quick process. So everything you're saying from a hiring standpoint, I am like, amen, because these are all the things I looked at. My question for you is this, how far back should people go when they're listing job experience? Like, should it be only things that make sense to where they hope to go? Should you include things so there's not gaps? Like, what would you recommend in that part of the process. Yeah. So for traditional folks, you know, nine to fivers, I usually make the analogy that your resume is kind of like a teaser trailer. Your LinkedIn profile is kind of like the full trailer and your interview is the kind of the full movie. So kind of going with that same analogy, even if you're an entrepreneur, um, I do think it is relevant to have pretty much all of your experience listed. Now, you don't have to go into detail on it. You probably, if you're an entrepreneur, had a past life as not an entrepreneur. And so there yeah. gives some credence to showcase. Maybe you're going into a certain type of field, but you're using your corporate experience to create a consulting business. I have a client that's doing that right now. She's been in the industry for 15 years, and she's making a pivot from working in corporate to starting her own agency. We're not going to remove those 15 years of awesome experience that she had because that gives her credibility. So my recommendation is include the experience that you have, but only showcase and kind of unravel and unpack the things that are most relevant to the things that you're working towards. Okay. That's so good. Cause I'm like thinking like, Oh, my first job ever was cleaning limousines. Yeah. Don't Should do that. I that? <laughs> Probably not that. <laughs> I love it. Well, people can now look at my profile and see Jenna's masterful work because yes. you helped me with it. Okay. So my final objection is this, and this is like the voice in my head. Sure. And I feel like listeners might be joining is another platform. Mm -hmm. Like I can barely keep up with what's already happening. Help me work through this. Yeah. So I think it just becomes figuring out, and you talk about this a lot, what is your megaphone? What is the one thing that you know clients are being attracted to? For me, it's 100% LinkedIn. For you, it might not be. It just might be a support system, if you will, to the other things that you're doing and a way to get in touch with a new audience or in touch with your same audience in a different way. And so LinkedIn does not have to be something where you reinvent the wheel. It can be just something where you take, like, for instance, we're talking with your team about how do we take some of the content you guys are already producing and produce it onto LinkedIn and just have it run in. It's just another, it doesn't have to be as complicated as it sounds. Um, It's one, finding your megaphone and then two, just adding it into the support system, especially if you think that your audience may be on LinkedIn which a lot of people are, quite frankly. (laughs) Right, right. And that's like what we're so excited about. And you guys can kind of watch because we're actually implementing exactly what Jenna is teaching. And so I was talking to her and I'm like, Jenna, like we are spending so much time creating so much content every week. Like, can we repurpose things and can we scoot things over if it makes sense? And like figuring out exactly who it is that we want to reach and then Mm -hmm. what kind of content we want to share. And it's it really is just going back to that repurposing piece, which let's be honest, if you're not repurposing content across all platforms, Mm -hmm. then you're spending so much time creating that you're not actually promoting and you're doing a disservice to all the time that you're spending creating it in the first place. 100%. And I think the good thing about LinkedIn too is that there's not a ton of steps. Like I produce all of my content for LinkedIn for the month in like a five hour time period. Because it doesn't have a good batch. Yes, yes. it, It doesn't have, and I produce content three times a day. 
So I produce three posts. Yeah, three posts a day. So if you go connect with me, you're going to see me posting three times a day. And I am repurposing some of that content from other platforms, but it mostly that is my megaphone. So that's where I really speak a lot. And some of them are just simple questions to engage the audience and have a small call to action, which you talk about a lot as well. And so I don't think that it has to be complicated. It just has to be the right fit for you and your business. Okay. Can you automate or like schedule things yes. on LinkedIn? Okay. Yes. I was scared yeah. to ask it if the answer was no. No, but no I do. <laughs> okay. So you can, okay. So you can kind of batch work it and yeah. like schedule out things that will serve you for a month at a time, even 100%. And then you can do analytics on it because they actually have it in the platform and you can see which ones are performing really well. How many views did this get? How many likes? How many comments? Very similar to other platforms. And now that they're rolling out these new features with LinkedIn Live and there's so many other opportunities to really build a community on LinkedIn that wasn't available maybe 10 years ago when you first learned about it. Wow. Oh, this is so exciting. I am so, (laughs) I am ready. You have convinced me. And it's one of those things. And I feel like a lot of people listening are going to feel the same way. It's one of those things that has just been abandoned. It's been lost in the shuffle for me. And so to be able to breathe new life into it, thanks to you, like I'm actually really excited about it. Like our new team member who we hired via LinkedIn, (laughs) one of her first jobs is to help us just figure out our strategy on LinkedIn. And, And I'm honestly, like so excited about it. So thank you for breathing this new life into my business. Oh, you are so welcome. And if it's one final selling point, LinkedIn, I feel like is the only platform that doesn't really give you FOMO right now. So yes, yes. It's awesome for that. I love it. Okay, Jenna, where can everyone connect with you? Give me all the places because I'm sure people are just going to start snooping to see how they can connect with you and to watch the pro in action. Yes. So I say the main thing, obviously, is connect with me on LinkedIn. Just type in my name, Jenna Viviano, and mine is Jenna with one N. (laughs) Yes. So connect with me on LinkedIn is the very first thing that you can do. The second thing is I'm on Instagram, same name. So you can connect with me there. And then three, if you found this useful and you really want to give your own LinkedIn a facelift, I have a guide for that. And so it's the five steps to boosting your profile. And you can find that on my website at www.jennaviviano.com slash JK. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. You're First, so just welcome. thank you for making my profile so it's much prettier. <laughs> <laughs> but man, you guys, listeners, like take a hint right here. We've given you all of the steps that you need to even just get started and to freshen things up. And man, like what an amazing opportunity to connect with other human beings. I think, like you said, Jenna, we get so caught up in the numbers of mm-hmm. different social media platforms that we forget that these are real human beings. And I think I think this is just a beautiful, beautiful opportunity to connect with one another online and hopefully in real life too. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun to share my LinkedIn guru knowledge, if you will. I think we're going to have to do a part two at we some might, point. We might for have sure. to. <laughs> After I get real good at it, yeah, girl, we're going to get you there. Aren't you guys like excited about LinkedIn? I mean, at the beginning of this episode, I'll be honest, I was thinking I don't have time for one more platform. But now I'm like thrilled at the idea of getting to network with people and share content that can help and to really just show up on this platform in a brand new way. I mean, I don't know about you, but I needed to get the dust off of my profile I was so embarrassed when Jenna asked for my login and I realized that it was my old university email address. And so with her help, I now feel like I have a sound presence on LinkedIn and I'm so excited to grow that presence and to share that content and to connect with new humans. So, I mean... 
this is a shameless plug, but go find me on LinkedIn and let's connect because you know what? It's where I hire my people. And so if you heard what Jenna said about your future aspirations and where you want to go, it's time to start connecting today. Lay that foundation so that when and if the time comes and you're ready for a pivot or a change, you are set to hit the ground running. I am so, so grateful for Jenna's expertise. I am so excited to see what you guys do on the platform. And I'm really, really thankful that we have finally revealed the secrets to nailing LinkedIn. I'll see you over there soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.